Welcome to the Chelsea Roar, the Chelsea show by a fan for you, the fans. And this is the relaunch of the Chelsea Roar today with me, your host, Ian, the Dynamo Kelly, exclusively as part of the Dynamo Podcast Network, which can be found on YouTube and also as a podcast on all podcasting sites like Spotify, Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to your favorite shows today. I've decided to bring you a uh, show about a couple of touching points that I would like to touch on in particular. Um, and I'm going to start with our defender situation um, and potential two in particular, potential names listed with our great football club. That is the Chelsea. And then I want to touch on Newcastle away this weekend. Um, but first and foremost, we're going to start uh, with the defender situation. As we know, there's a lot of rumours um, about potential outgoings, certain players out of contract. Um, and the players that I do want to talk about that are out of contract that have been in the news this week are, in particular, Andreas Christensen, Cesar Azpilicueta, our captain, Thiago Silva, and, of course, Antonio Rudiger. Um, all four of these players have been absolutely pivotal in our season so far. And um, losing any one of them at this moment of time just seems absolutely soul-destroying. So let's not think like that. Um, I believe <clears throat> I believe potentially all four uh, will sign new deals. The jury is still out on Thiago Silva as to whether he potentially wants to go back home to Brazil and see the remainder of his career out there. Um, it is very, very possible. And uh, so let's talk about potential replacements and whatnot. But first and foremost, um, I want to talk about Azpilicueta. It looks like that will be that will be sorted out. He is obviously 30, so we know our policy on uh, players 30 and over um, with one-year extensions. Andreas Christensen seems like the natural replacement and what Thomas Tuchel has been building toward for Thiago Silva. And then, of course, um, Antonio Rudiger, at the moment, in my opinion, is irreplaceable even though we've got players coming in and doing the business. But we'll start with Andreas Christensen, obviously the younger of the four names that we've mentioned. Um, I, do see, uh, I do see this getting resolved pretty quickly, even though they have turned around and said that there's been a bit of a U-turn in terms of money. <clears throat> That's just agents basically uh, trying to do agent things and, and get more money for themselves and their client. But I do see this being resolved pretty quick. I see as Pilaqueta. Uh, that's my best, uh, my best Spanish pronunciation. Uh, I do see as Pilaqueta getting uh, that contract, that one-year extension. Um, I see that happen fairly, happening fairly easily, um, and I do think we will find some sort of resolution with Antonio Rudiger. Like I said, the jury's still out on Thiago Silva. Me personally, I would love to see Thiago Silva stay for one more year. Um, I don't think he's missed a beat this season anytime he's played. And uh, he's a natural leader and just all-around great guy. Um, but two names that have potentially been linked with Chelsea are, of course, the uh, the summer transfer saga guy that is the French centre-back from Sevilla, Jules Koundé. Um, and Juventus's 
own Dutch centre back sensation, Matthias De Ligt. Um, I've got my own thoughts and opinions on this. I personally see the Jules Kunde deal getting done in January. Um, I think the Ligt is just a name that's been thrown out there by his agent to test the waters of, uh, of the big clubs. And that we are certainly one of because we are the European champions. Remember that two times. Um, I think <clears throat> I think the Jules Kunde deal will be will, will be done in January, if not definitely, um, if not definitely in the summer. And um, I think we're going to get one of them too. I think Trevor Chalaba has absolutely cemented his place in that squad and uh, definitely going into next season as well. Um, so I do think we end up with Jules Kunde and I think Matthias Delict is just a big name being linked with a big club once again. And uh, I don't think that will come to any kind of fruition. Um, so that means we've got a very, very strong backline for next year because we've got Jules Koundé who fits into that right uh, centre-back position um, that Azpilicueta has been occupying. Um, and it means that those two can battle for that position. Um, and Azpilicueta, as he does, can uh, go between the right wing-back um, and, and battle with, with our own Reese James, the penalty hero from during the week to bring us into the quarterfinals of the Carabao Cup. Reese James, you absolute legend. Um, and then, of course, like you say, we've got Trevor Chalaba who can fit in anywhere in that line, in that back line. But Andreas Christensen, I would imagine, will be uh, the number one uh, sweeper centre-back for sure. And then hopefully it will be Rudiger. And uh, potentially Sarah, whoever else it may be. But uh, let's get on, on to the big game this weekend. A little bit of a bogey ground for Chelsea at times over, over our history. And that is St. James's Park as we uh, face the richest team on the planet yet to be seen on the pitch. No manager yet, so... All can change very quickly in the world of football, but we do face a potential, potential banana skin against Newcastle United this weekend. So let's talk a little bit about that. So obviously we bring in um, super form coming off the back of a 7-0 win within the Premier League uh, last weekend home to Norwich and the hat-trick hero, our boy Mason Mount. Um, still don't understand some of you out there uh, who still want to hate on Mason Mount for whatever reason, whatever your agenda is, but you're wrong. Um, Mason Mount, obviously in a rich vein of form. Havertz coming back into a bit of form, but we're going to talk about those specifically in a couple of little questions that I've got that I will answer. And I would love to see if you guys uh, would agree or disagree. So please do smash that bell notification, hit the like and subscribe button and uh, let me know your comments below as to whether you agree or disagree with any of the points that I've made on today's show. But let's start with Newcastle. Potential banana skin, always when we play Newcastle, we've had some rough moments over the years at St. James's Park. Um, playing them at a time now where they know they're the richest club in the world and a lot of players definitely playing for their future. Um, and, you know, I know I know January is still a, a couple of months away, but still there's going to be a lot of guys there that are going to be aiming to, uh, to obviously 
impress any potential new manager, uh, but also, like I say, to fight for the place and fight for their 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 stay at uh, the newly uh, the newly rich Newcastle United. Um, I personally see. I'm going to give my thoughts and opinions. I personally think we will we will see this game out. I see us winning it very comfortably. I'm going to predict a two nil. And I think Mace and uh, Kai Havertz are going to continue their great form. I'm going to give a goal to each of them um, with an assist, hopefully, for our boy Reese James and the return of Ruben Loftus-Cheek. But I did say I've got some questions that I would answer and questions that are on my mind and hopefully yours too. Um, the first one, we continue without Werner and Lukaku. So the question is, who comes in? Havertz and Mount. Okay. Havertz starting to find form again? Question mark. Can Mount continue on his amazing form? Question mark. I'm going to answer both of them. And I'm going to say yes to both. Um, I do believe uh, Koi Havertz is coming into a little bit of form again. Um, played fantastic in the, uh, the Carabao Cup the other day. Great header once again. We're finding two beautiful headers from Kai Havertz this season. Once at Anfield and once at uh, Stamford Bridge, obviously, in the Caribou Cup. Um, and then Mason Mount scoring a hat-trick, uh, even with a missed penalty. Two missed penalties in a week, but the boy still ends up with a hat-trick. Um, he's our boy. I firmly believe that what, what Tuchel has done with the strength and depth within this, this, this squad if you will, has been nothing short of phenomenal. Everybody was up in arms over losing Timo Werner and Romelu Lukaku. Thank God they're not uh, big long-term injuries, but it just shows how many guys, young guys as well, that want to step up in the absence of the bigger names, so to speak, if you want to, if you want to coin it that way. I, I think they've been absolutely phenomenal. Um, just... Uh, in that you've got someone, it's like a revolving door. You've got someone going out, you've got someone coming right back in. The uh, the unity within the squad, the, the knowledge of the systems, um, when when somebody else comes in to take the place of somebody else, it's just been absolutely phenomenal. So, um, yeah, I, I, I firmly, firmly uh, stand by my 2-0 prediction. Um, come on, the Chels. Another question. Does Ruben Loftus-Cheek come back into the midfield? The answer to that is yes, in my opinion. I believe he was rested midweek for that very reason. And um, I fully expect to see Ruben come back into the midfield and continue on his amazing form. What an assist, by the way, and a run um, for that final Mason Mill goal to get that beautiful, beautiful hat-trick uh, at the weekend in Norwich. So, I think Ruben Loftus-Cheek has been a revelation this season. We all know how good he is, but the fact that, you know, everybody expected him to go this year, possibly, you know, a reunion with Sarri at Lazio on loan, and nobody except us Chelsea fans were giving him a chance that he could potentially get a place back, let alone be in the starting lineup and influencing games. I think we were the only ones who knew that. Media didn't. And I think at times we were worried too as to how Tuchel rated him off the back of the season that he had at Fulham and whether he could stay injury-free. And I think the way Thomas Tuchel has managed his fitness and game time um, has just been astronomically amazing. Um, so, yes, I do believe Ruben comes back. 
Little question I have, which is a little bit of a fun one. Is Kepa Arita Balaga becoming a cult hero? Good Lord, he does like a penalty shootout. No, he doesn't like a penalty shootout. He loves a penalty shootout. This guy is just endearing himself to us all day long this season. Um, I know he had a bit of a boo-boo um, against Southampton, but then his reaction to that um, to make some pivotal saves after it was just uh, shows the mindset and the psychology behind our coaching staff, not just Tuchel, um, at, at, at Cobham um, and the wonders they've done for some of our players and Kepa has definitely reaped the rewards and when you see Kepa in goal these days you're not biting your nails you're not worried too much that he's replacing arguably the best goalkeeper in the world right now in Edward Mendy so uh, long may continue and Kepa um, just like Fernando Torres did um, and unlike Alvaro Morata did, you are starting to become our cult hero. And long may it continue, my son. Finally, I wanted to f basically finish off and end on um, Paul Scholes. And no, we're not going to talk about any toe-sucking or nail-biting or whatever other disgusting habits he has with his daughter. We are going to talk about what a buffoon Paul Scholes is when it comes to punditry. Um, not only is he a failed manager, but he is a failure as a pundit. Um, the guy is about as exciting as, um, yeah, as being the bottom end of that toe that he was biting or sucking. Um, he is, his agenda with Chelsea is very, very clear. Um, he just doesn't like us and doesn't want to put us in a title race. The fact that he turned around and said we have a weaker defence than Man United, Liverpool and City is laughable. Whatever argument you want to make about Liverpool and City, fair enough. I'm open to um, over the conversation. I'm open to debate. But Man United, Paul Scholes, you're high. You need to get back home. You need to, I don't know, brush up on your football manager skills. Stay away from your daughter's feet. And uh, yeah, definitely stay away from the camera because you ain't got it, son. So there we have it. I'm going to leave it there for this week. This has been the relaunch and uh, the weekly relaunch, by the way. Hopefully we will get more than one show a week out uh, soon. Please check out our new uh, Twitter handle at the Chelsea Roar uh, one. Um, so we are on Twitter. And uh, please, like I said, smash the bell notification, hit like, subscribe. Please comment and let me know your thoughts and opinions. If you agree, if you disagree with anything I've said today, let me know. I'm open to, uh, I'm open to criticism. Um, but until the next time, go Chelsea and uh, let's do Newcastle this weekend. I've been your host, Ian Kelly, over and out.